to the Thrive Hive. I want to thank everyone for um, bearing with me during our temporary hiatus. Um, also, thank you to Jake Mannix for being the best audio guy a girl could ever ask for. Shout out to my mans over there. Um, I also want to tell everyone to go visit us on Instagram. We are at the Thrive Hive podcast and we will be much more active now that we are back as well as the thrive hive facebook page we also have a thrive hive podcast community page so if you um are on instagram or on facebook and you still want kind of a little more interaction with everybody in the group feel free to add yourself to that group i will approve you and we will all be pals and talk about life it'll be fantastic but without further ado i have a very special guest today some know her as corey some know her as mama kins but i just call her mom hello mommy hi welcome to the thrive hive thanks i'm so happy to have you can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself i'm corey i'm married i have three children trisha's the youngest and the favorite <laughs> and a boy and two girls I also teach children with special needs. I have a self-contained class of kindergarten, first and second graders, and I love it. You really do love your job. I do. It's not a job. That's the best. That's what, you're, that's what we're supposed to do, right? That's right. That's what you told me. You have me. to love what you do because you get up and do it every day. So let's um, just dive in. We'll start with just talking a little bit about kind of having kids and Escalate quickly. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are some of the differences, the different challenges that you kind of encountered between raising girls and raising a boy? Not too many differences, really. I don't think. The, the first difference that comes to mind, which actually we were talking about at our family party yesterday, is the difference between girls and their friends getting together and boys and their friends when they're younger, like birthday parties specifically. Um, you can have, the example I gave was in first grade, Michelle, my other daughter, had 15 people for a sleepover in first grade. In first grade? In first grade. That's a lot of people. And there was like a hair station, a nail station, and a makeup station, and they rotated through them. And my son, David, who's... 10 months older, was like, oh, can I have all the boys in my class sleep over for my birthday? And I was like, absolutely not, because all boys <laughs> want to do is run around the house. Um, so all of his parties were out at places. But even that, like I remember saying, oh, one was at a bowling alley and one boy was at the water fountain putting water in his hair and one boy was sliding down the lane. <laughs> so boys just play differently than girls do. Yeah, that's challenging. That's really the only, there weren't a whole lot of differences with you guys growing up. What about, I mean, because I know we talk about this all the time. What about like when we were in like middle school? Oh, definite difference <laughs> between boys and girls. I forgot about <laughs> forgot about that one. I probably tried to block it I out say, of my how mind. Can, how can you forget? <laughs> Blocked it out. Um, no, I tell everybody that has girls, uh, seventh grade is the worst. Boys kind of are a little different, but they pretty much just go through it. Girls are all drama. Um, it's just a period in their lives where they hit, where everything's emotional, and one day you and your best friends are best friends, and the next day you hate each other. And I always said, 
in those times when you hate each other, don't go around saying mean things about them because three days later, you're going to be best friends again. So you don't want to have said anything bad. And I can remember times where you'd come home and say, mom, so-and-so, da-da-da-da. And I'd say, remember? And she, you're like, I know, three days it'll be better. And it was. It all worked out. You were always right. Yeah, not always, but <laughs> hopefully <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> um, was there any difference in the way you, like kind of interacted with me and Michelle that you did differently with David or not really? Not really. I mean, I was pretty much the same with all you guys, like involved in all your yeah. activities and going to see all your activities and supporting them. Um, I'd say probably some of them just due to you and Michelle did cheerleading. So I was more involved with that one when you were doing when you two were doing softball and David was doing baseball, we kind of split it up where dad went with David and I went with the two of you. Not because boys and boys and girls and girls, right. but because the two girls were playing in the same, maybe on fields next to each other in yeah. the same park. So it was easier for me to be there for both of you and bounce back and forth between the two fields. So unless good. I was coaching. You're so good to us. <laughs> All right. And that kind of leads into my next question is just more about, so birth order. So I know a lot of people talk about, you know, different types of personalities going with different types of birth orders. Is that something that you kind of experienced with us or some of us or what does that look like? Don't think I really experienced anything too differently. You guys kind of talked about it now and then. I was glad I did like having a boy first because then... Michelle had an older brother, and I kind of liked that. Um, Michelle always, you know, was the middle child, and when she would do something that we didn't like or, <laughs> or found annoying, we would just say, oh, she's the middle child. And, you know, you would always pull the baby favorite slash <laughs> card. <laughs> I mean, Still yeah. do. <laughs> I, get a, I get away with a few things. What can I say? It's a, that's a good life. <laughs> is that birth order or is that your personality? I think it's both, but I also think some of our personality has to do with birth order. I think, I don't know. I think Michelle's really independent for a lot of the reasons. Like, I mean, she's a middle child. You can say it's because they get less attention or whatever, but I think Michelle is really independent. I don't know if that's because of that, but I also think that... I feel like a younger the young the baby is often someone that's like a lot more outgoing, a lot more involved, a lot more things like that, and that's definitely me. Agreed. Good case in point would be I think you grow up faster. The first child, it's your first child and you they're the only one. Megan, your cousin who's a day older than you, was a first child. Mm. You were a third child, so you had those models that were older doing older things, kind of showing you the ropes. And I can remember one time when we were over here and she sat down and she was like, I like Barney. Do you like Barney? And you were like two years old. And you looked at her and you went, yeah, but I like Christina Aguilera. Do you like her? And she looked at you like, who the heck is Christina Aguilera? But you had an older sister who played music. Right. So those were some differences. So I was cooler faster than Megan is what you're saying. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that, Megan. I'll take it as I will. Um, all right. I guess, yeah, I don't know. I, I still am a little bit up in the air about birth order. I, I think it's a really interesting concept. 
Um, but I also just think it totally depends on your family and how many kids in your family. And, you know, if you're a middle child, does that mean there's only three of you? Or does that mean there's six of you and there's four middle children or wh whatever that looks right, like? I right. don't know. Um, but okay. So now we're going to move. We're going to transition. Okay. Into transitions. Oh, all right. So as, you know, a person who has a lot of experiences <laughs> with graduating, moving, dating, breaking up, the, the plethora of things that we experience as people. Um, we don't really think about the fact that, like, if I'm going through something and my brother's going through something and my sister's going through something, you're kind of going through three things. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I mean, was just wondering if you could talk about that a little bit and kind of what, a, in your experience, what, like, one of the hardest transitions you went through was, if that was, like, us moving out and kind of having no kids in the house for the first time or, um, you know, moving away to college or kind of, or, or what you think? Um, well, talk about birth order. Some of that I think falls on David being the oldest because it's the first time you go through those things. Yeah. I can remember dropping him off the, his first day of preschool and crying a little bit all the way to school. <laughs> By the time I got to you, I was like, bye. See ya. <laughs> it wasn't as hard. Um, so going off to school was a little transition. College was definitely a transition because you were gone, but your room was still here, all oh. of you. Um, so you came home, but um, huge difference nowadays compared to when I went to college in that cell phones. Oh, that's true. Um, we had something set up where every Sunday at 7 o'clock, I would call home or my parents would call me and we'd all talk, you know, take turns talking on the phone. Where nowadays, when you all went off to college, uh, here's a difference between girls and boys too. Oh, um, true. You, we texted each other all day long. Yeah. And we still texted each other as all if you weren't in the house, but you could have been down the street. We were back and forth texting each other. And the same thing with Michelle. And that was a difference with girls and boys. Um, David, not as much. And I've talked to other parents, moms who've said the same thing, you know, they wouldn't hear from their boy for a week. And I can remember one time it had been four days and I was like, Oh my gosh, I haven't talked to David in like four days. So I texted him and said, hi mom, been really busy. Just wanted to let you know I'm okay. Love you. <laughs> and I sent it to him with a little smiley face expecting him to say, oh, sorry, I have been busy, da, 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 da. But what he did was he forwarded it back to me. So it said my own text back to me. It's like, okay, at least I know he's alive. He's okay. It's got a sense of humor. But it was just different. It was more matter of fact, you know, when he needed to. Yeah. Let me know what's going on. Where you two, it was more what was going on in your life. Yeah. That makes sense. I think it's also, and I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit more in a little while, but I also think it, like we have a family group chat now that we all talk in all the time. Right. And I think that's something that's really cool. And I think that stems from us kind of all being friends in a sense, which is nice, mm -hmm. but it's also, you know, we do want to kind of like keep everybody in the loop of what's going on. And it's so easy and convenient to do that now that we have messenger and, you know, texting and whatever. And FaceTime, we can all get on and see each other and talk to each other at the same time. Yeah, we, which do, we do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes isn't good. Um, yeah. Another transition jobs. I mean, yeah. if you look back, let's go back one year. You oh, had, all yeah. three of you were in three different cities. Yeah. 
you know, three hours apart, three and a half hours apart. So at least the FaceTimes where we could do it as a group and see each other and the group chats were nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, what about, what about that? Like when David was living, you know, in this different part of the state and I was living in Massachusetts and Michelle was here, but out, you know, out of the house, um, what is it like to have to like try to navigate that? Um, it was not real different from when you were in college where we'd have conversations through text. Um, I find the majority, and you say this, of people your age would rather text than phone call. So we did a lot of that, but we did the phone calls. You hopped in on the times. A lot of times, <laughs> though, I would talk to one of you, and then I'd say, oh, Michelle said da 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 And sometimes you didn't, not you personally, but the three of you, didn't like that I was sharing those things. So I had to adjust Okay, yeah, let's let <laughs> let's let him tell her that. Yeah, you know that's his news to share. That is true. So just little adjustments. But then we those got the group chat and everything fell into it's place. Great. It's literally the it's best the thing best that thing. ever happened to us. Messenger, group chat. <laughs> Pour one out for messenger. You can put five, six people. You can see all their faces. I can see your dogs. <laughs> oh. Do you remember when you all had dogs and I didn't have a dog and we would Facetime? It would be you all with your dogs and then me in the corner. How being could I like, forget? Where is my dog? <laughs> And now I grew and I'm the happiest. That's right. He's a good one. He is a good He's one. He's a keeper. Happy jobs, sad jobs. Oh, true. Yeah. Those, those, been, and those affect me. Hand, yeah, we've been through a handful of those. Yeah, like when you have a job you don't like, then. Or school know. that you don't like. Or roommates. Yeah, roommates. Yeah. It's, it's you know, hard to hear because I want you to be, I want you all to be happy and have things going well, but that's part of life and I'm just there to support you and listen sometimes it's just listen nod and smile you're always good at the nod and smile mom you've been practicing for a long time it's um, come in handy the past couple of years yeah right um so that being said have you know you said you want like with roommates and things like that you want us to be happy we want us to like be enjoying whatever is there ever time that we were dating someone that you either didn't like or you know kind of as someone who knows us very well knew that it, it might not last but like that's such a strange concept to me to like have that viewpoint but like you're our mom like you know a lot about us you know kind of personality traits that other people won't necessarily read into later or things like that so sure <laughs> uh, that's from you um sure. I I never there were never any girlfriends or boyfriends that I didn't like we're good we, um, we like people yeah but you general. guys also were not I don't know how to say this. You weren't casual daters. You wouldn't date someone, date someone, like go yeah, on a date Short-term with, dating was not the thing we ever did. You guys were always, you either didn't go out with them because you didn't see anything there or you were in long-term relationships. Um, but no, there were some that were different, but none that I didn't like. Um, sometimes, yes, sometimes I did see this isn't going to be the person they're going to end up with, but you know, they're dating right now. And yeah. Yeah. What is that like? Knowing that, but you don't have to, when you're younger, necessarily be with the person that you're going to end up with. I know, but I feel like we all dated people for that purpose. Like we were never really people who dated someone just to date them. We were like, we're going to date this person because we think it could be the person. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it was, I mean, 
if it ended up with this person, fine, but they just saw maybe too many differences, whether that be in the way they grew up or I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but Sometimes. like we saw them or you saw them? Because you said you... I saw okay. differences. Got you, got you. Yeah, I don't know. You just get a feeling. And some of it is age, youth. You know, there might yeah. have been somebody in college that somebody was dating for, like you guys were long-term daters, two years. And, you know, people at school that I talked to or my friends would say, oh, do you think they'll end up together? And, you know, sometimes I'd say, yeah, they might, or I don't know. Or I can even remember one time saying, you know what, if, if they were out of college, maybe, but I think between freshman year and sophomore year, people change so so much much. that I'd be like, yeah, if they were older, maybe, but... little bit about what it's like to be a mom during this age of online dating and like tinder and like i know we've we've Mm. dabbled in the art of (laughs) tinder and online dating so i am just curious what that's like to be as a mom um interesting and yet a little stressful okay when you're going to meet people you don't know for the first time. I can remember Michelle being in college and saying she was going on a date and she's like, here's where I'll be. And she told her college roommates, I'll be at this place, this address. If I don't text you or something in 20 minutes, come look for me. Yeah, right. Um, Just because not everybody's honest about who they are online. Sure. Um, It has its goods and positives and negatives. Yeah. Um, As you know, can meet people on all these sites and sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Again, that's more, well, maybe not, but I was thinking it's more like different backgrounds and different places in life. Yeah, definitely. Is it like weird because it's so different from like how dating used to be? Is it scary with like kind of how the world is right now like what is how does that yes yes and yes (laughs) um it's also different because in high school you dated people that even if I didn't know them closely I knew them or I knew their family and all of a sudden there's this stranger yeah that don't know them don't know their family don't know where they're you know the area that they're from um it's just a different dynamic um dating in general is different i i don't think it's just the online part but dating dating. let's say progresses (laughs) much quicker than it used to in the day wow mom way to really ease in there that was good (laughs) taking it to the next level sooner it's Please a, it's explain ex- what you mean. It's no, I'm just kidding. It's almost expected. Yeah, as part of dating, and I think a lot of that we've talked about this. A lot of that is, uh, I don't want to come down on one thing, but part of that is television, and when you have shows, yeah, expectations, that but... shows that we watched all the time together that show high school students, you know, not only taking it to the next level, but getting married in high school. Yeah. And 
watching that all the time. <laughs> like I think, when you say taking it to the next <laughs> level, you're so lame. I think people high school age, even younger, probably think that's the norm and they don't have any comparison. So that's what dating is. And that's what I'm expected to do. That has become the norm. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of strange. Like the influence that, I mean, obviously media has a huge influence on everything that we do, but it's like change strange how it can like change an entire, like, like the system of dating that we use has changed so drastically. Right. Right. It's kind of wild. So I guess, I mean, even not even online dating, but having us kind of live in different places, even if we met people kind of organically, mm-hmm. it would be like you didn't know them. They were like complete strangers. And I know we have talked a little bit about this, but like when we were in high school, like we were very open with you. We had a very good relationship. <laughs> very so open. You, you knew a lot, <laughs> a if lot. not more than you should have a lot of the time. Agreed. Um, so... I know that like when I first went to college and like people were dating people like long term and someone had told me that they had been dating someone for like eight months and they were like, yeah, and like they're going to go meet my parents. And I was like, you've been dating someone for eight months and they haven't met your parents. Like, what is that even like? I can't. And it was so weird because I couldn't I couldn't like grasp my head around it. I was like, how do you date someone for that long? And your parents don't even know who they are. Right. But then I mean. I also think that's very telling of someone's relationship with their parents, which is fine. But like I, even now, regardless of where I'm living, who I'm dating, I don't think I would go eight months without you meeting my partner. Right. Like that doesn't in my, it just doesn't make sense to me based on our relationship. Right. You were also, all of you, not you, um, were, we talked about this before, not short-term daters, long-term daters. So if you dated someone, it was someone that you saw maybe the potential of a future with, so you wanted us to meet them. Right, I also think and we hold get your, a reaction. Yeah, we hold your opinion to, like, pretty high, I think, especially in the people that we date. So like, if we were to bring someone home and you, not that you said you, said you didn't experience this, but if you didn't like them, not that I know that you would tell us that, <laughs> but like... I would want to know that because like, that's very telling to me as someone who has such a good relationship with you that like, if my mom doesn't like the person that I'm dating, well then I don't, it's not, for me, that's not, it's not going to work out. Right. Because that's just not something I can do. And I don't think initially I would say that. I don't think you would either. Because, uh, you know, studies, they, the infamous they in quotes, (laughs) question mark, you know, say, well, that's just going to push you further towards yeah. that person sometimes if is that real i guess so yeah but uh, that also might have to do with the relationship with your parents yeah you know if your parents say oh i don't like him he's not good for you then you might say oh well then i'm gonna date him yeah whatever um i don't think even if i felt that way i wouldn't say it initially i might just go he's nice oh <laughs> the classic Corey. <laughs> But response. But I wouldn't want. We to, would immediately know what that meant. <laughs> I wouldn't want to put a negative connotation on it and plant that in your in your brain immediately. I'd hope that you'd kind of come to that realization. That's true, and I think I mean this piece is huge thing that we have talked about about kind of the relationship that kids have with their parents is like. I know that a lot of maybe not a lot. I'm generalizing, but maybe people think that you and I are like too close of friends because you're my mom. Is that something that 
you have encountered or see other people kind of not having that relationship? And what do you think some of those differences might be? I think part of it is where you live. Okay. Um, I think the area we live in, most of the families are similar, going to all their sporting events and all their activities. And you talk to other people that don't necessarily live right here. And, oh, yeah, my son played baseball. I went to one of his went to one of his games one time and, you know, where we went to everything. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of the culture of this area. Small town feel. Also. Very, <laughs> very supportive, very, very supportive of their children. And and actually other people, even in districts, school districts around here have have commented how for like an away game, parents will travel to go oh, watch yeah. their kids. And there's always a large crowd from our district because the parents are very supportive. I think it's part of it's the area we live. I was say, but do you think that's sports related or like parent child related? Because I know, I, I do agree with you that, especially in this area, like typically people have very good relationships, like similar to ours. Um, but I also know like in high school, I had a lot of friends who had like very tumultuous relationships with their parents and it was almost like, it was always like a kind of, like a, like I couldn't even like, I didn't understand it. Right. And I, I mean, I still can't understand it to some degree because we don't have that relationship, but like people who would live with their parents and just like completely not have a relationship with them. Think of a bell curve. Sure. You're yeah. always going to have those outlying. That's true. People who aren't involved. And I can remember one of you had a friend and it was time to apply for college and I had six of them sure. on my living room, on my family room floor, and they were all filling out applications together and asking me questions. And one went home and showed it to their mom or dad. I mean, they knew they were over here doing that. And they said, well, how are you going to pay for college? That's, that's on you. And this was a few months before Probably. they were needing to be accepted or not yeah. accepted. So that kind of threw a wrench into them and... Yeah, it's it's the financial part. Everybody's different anyway. Oh, yeah. It's and it's so complicated and especially with like loans and things like that now. And I think I mean, we know how fortunate we are that you are, you know, part of it is that you come from an education background, but also like that you truly believe that if we're willing to continue our education, then you're willing to like help support us through that, which is something like right. we know that we're very fortunate for because most a lot of people do not have that. Right. Um, so thanks, Mom. Sure. You're the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I think, I mean, I had friends like that as well that, you know, didn't necessarily have positive relationships with their families or their parents or whatever. And I think you especially, you were always like a person, this, I don't know, this house in general was just always a place that like people know that they could come. People always feel welcome. People always like walked in the front door. Right. People did hang out here a lot, um, which actually talk it back to transitions made it a little harder when you left because oh, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't necessarily Michelle's group of friends. Like there were a group of eight of them that our house is where they hung out all the time. And yeah. so when they left, it was like losing eight that hung around here yeah. all the time. It 
I mean, you, you probably remember it got very quiet around here. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's definitely interesting because, like, Michelle, yes, Michelle's friends all hung out here. And for a while, like, all my friends hung out here. And then when Michelle graduated and I was the, the only one here, it was almost weird because, like, my friend group changed a little bit. And right. I ended up spending a lot of my time not here. So you went to, from kind of having all Michelle's friends here all the time and my friends here all the time to, like, not... Right. Really anybody here all the time. Transitions. They're great. Aren't they great? <laughs> but transitions are easier, I think, when you know, like, you were happy. Yeah. You know, um, and I can even, oh, you talk about empty nest syndrome. There's one. Yeah. When you being the last one went off to college, everybody's like, oh, empty nest. You're going to be so sad. You're going to cry. And I remember vividly almost feeling guilty that you were happy <laughs> it was like <laughs> this is kind of nice but I think part of it again with that um total communication yeah all the time you were happy right so I wasn't worried about you and you just I think it's also your outlook you have to look at it as just this is the next phase of life yeah they're off doing their thing and even your relationship with your kids it's an adult relationship now. Right. You know, we do different things together and it's just the next phase of life. Heck yeah. We do the fun things now. That's Instead right. Instead of like mom, daughter things, we do friend things. <laughs> <laughs> A little of both. We do both for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know what made, what you said that made this pop into my mind, but I'm just curious. I know that like when I was in college, I studied abroad and I did a really unique program where I was mm. going to some places you wouldn't necessarily have expected me to go. Um, Stressful. But also just like traveling in general these days is a lot more accessible and like we're going to travel more. We're going to go to places. Croatia. Yeah, like <laughs> half the people I know wouldn't even be able to point to Croatia on a map. So like what would, ex what would like make people go there? But like things like that, how is that weird that like we're doing things like, like what is that like? Uh, it's a mixed bag. I love that you all are getting those experiences. Um, you know, in high school, all three of you went on the study abroad mm -hmm. trips, uh, Germany, France, or whatever. I was fortunate enough to go to France twice. Um, and those are great experiences that life changing. And so it's great that you have those. When you studied abroad, agreed. Um, I can remember talking to you, you had a program that was a little different studying human rights in four different countries. Yeah. And I remember being a little more concerned about one of the countries you were in versus the others. And you saying to me, well, now that I'm here, I see that a lot of that is really media hype. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I feel very safe here, which helped. And then another one of the places that I really didn't feel concerned about you being there. And I was watching the news and heard, oh, breaking news, there's an earthquake. Oh, the earthquake. And it was where you were. And then I got a text from you that said, mommy. I totally <laughs> forgot about um, that. So that was a little stressful for a moment or two until I heard from you and yeah. found out you were okay. Oh, wow. But I totally forgot about that. I mean, great experiences traveling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, for a long time now have been like a huge traveler. I go all over the place. So, right. Um, I don't know. I never thought of it as like, Oh, like I know I'm going to this place, but like 
my mom knows that I'm going to this place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I'm also, and this isn't a worry thing. This is more probably how I grew up. So it's one of those things you carry over. Um, Send me your flight info and let me know when you land okay. Just to let me know you got there. Yeah, no, and I... I think that's I think that's good though. Like, and I sometimes forget to do it until you send me twelve text messages. <laughs> um, but I think I don't know. I think that's good. I I don't know. I should be doing that. No, just so somebody knows. <laughs> right. If I'm going to tell you that I'm going to meet up with somebody that I don't know, and I'm going to tell you their name, their address, the color of their hair, and how much <laughs> they weigh, they're probably their social security number. Then I should send you my <laughs> flight info when I'm going to a different state or country. <laughs> Seems like it. I mean, you think, but like, who really knows? Um, oh, I guess just when you were talking about transitions, just the different, we talked about more the negative things and feeling sad when you were sad, but also happy for you. All of you graduate and, you know, it might be a little bit of a crier, but you? happy, happy. No. Well, you've inherited it, so you're welcome. Rude. <laughs> Me less so than others. True. But I'm holding strong. <laughs> being proud of you guys for your accomplishments and what you're accomplishing in life. Signs of a good mom by Trisha Kins. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, I mean, I think that's important. And I think if, if you were just focused on the sad piece of it, that would not necessarily be great. Well, I don't think I'm focused on that. I don't think so either. (laughs) I think you have a very healthy balance, mom. Thanks. You're doing great. More positive. Um, you know, what's nice now to see, this is the first time in a long time that all three of you are here in the area. Yeah. Temporarily. Um, and not just your relationships with me, but with each other. Yeah. That's really nice to see. Cause we're friends. You are. It's nice to be friends with your siblings. And I know that not everyone's fortunate enough to have that. And I know that not everybody wants to have that. Right. Um, But I think. But I like seeing that. Yeah. We're all very different and very similar in every way. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of crazy. But like, I feel like you've said that for a long time. And it wasn't until like maybe recently that I could like appreciate it more. Um, And I don't know why that is. The differences? Or the team. Both. Yeah. Both. And I don't know why that is, but I think maybe it's just, you know, like, just like you said, being in the same space again and like having those and. It's an age thing too. Yeah, I think absolutely. after you go away, a lot of people see this the first year of college. Yeah. After you go away, you see that not everybody grew up the same way you did. Very much so. And. Maybe it wasn't awful that on Christmas morning you had to sit at the top of the stairs while I took your picture. Listen, it was awful. It's still awful. <laughs> but some people don't have traditions. I, I can remember Michelle like that, yeah. going away to school and saying, thanks for doing all those traditions that some people don't even know about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you definitely like realize the good things. <laughs> When you're sick in your dorm room and your mom can't make you soup or <laughs> things like that. Or you go to the hospital. Or, yeah. Or you can't <laughs> breathe and you have to go to the hospital and your mom's like, should I come? Should I drive three hours right now? No, mom, it's I fine. Will. I'll be okay. <laughs> what do you even do? Oh, goodness gracious. You just freak out and keep texting me. Transitions. 
Keep saying transitions, <laughs> moms. It's good. It's good. I know throughout the last couple of years, because of transitions with us mostly, we've all come back to live at your house at one point or another. So what is that like? Interesting. In Not the ways? question. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's it's, it's um, interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm a supporting U-Haul. I should take stock in their company. Often. U-Haul does not sponsor this episode, but. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, again, it's a support thing. If there's a transition, if you've needed it temporarily, or even if it was longer, but a transition between one phase of your life and the other. Um, after college, coming home, starting a job, saving up a little money so that you get an apartment or get married, um, whatever the reason, it's just different as far as once you've lived away, and I can remember this after college, um, getting my first teaching job around locally Mm -hmm. and living at home for a little while. And it's different because I think at first you revert back into your same old routines, but you're back more as an adult and different hours. And you've been independent for four years and you do things this way and I do things this way. And it's, it's just, uh, trying to meld those things together yeah definitely I can't imagine it's easy for you I mean I know it's not necessarily easy for me (laughs) I mean because I have been gone you know seven years right essentially except for like a six month stint in between undergrad and grad school right but like other than that I've been gone since high school like that's crazy and I'm you know a completely different person than I was then, which I mean, you know, which is a good thing. Right, agreed. <laughs> which you know, not that it was bad, but you but... haven't lived with it necessarily. So I think that's, and I mean, it's like at any kind of moving in with someone is like there's a period of adjustment. Adjustment, and I think that's not just like moving in with a partner or a new roommate or whatever. It's like moving back home. You're a different person. Your parents are different people than you know. Seven years ago, we're all constantly changing. So like. That's like a, a huge adjustment that I think is a little challenging for everybody. Right. And I remember even when the three of you were going into different situations, me saying, you know, one month in, you're going to start arguing about stupid little things, which way the paper, the toilet paper goes and yeah. just adjusting to each other. And it's the same thing when you move back because it's not the same relationship it was before. Right. You've lived on your own and done things differently and have to get used to each other again. Don't get too used to it. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta fly the coop, you know? (laughs) That's good though. You know, the fact that we want to and feel like we're okay to leave. Yeah. Because a lot of people go a long time without that and stay, stay home, stay close. Not because they necessarily want to, but because they like need to. A lot of times it's finances too. Nowadays right. with school loans and cost of living of things. Being it's an adult, man, it's not cheap. Adulting. Adulting is hard. It's good though. The next phase. Yeah. 
Um, so what's some advice that you would give to either new moms or moms who just had kids leave for college for the first time or moms that just had people come back from college for the first time <laughs> or kind of any advice to either a specific group or even in general that you help get you through our, uh, hmm. our craziness. New moms. Yeah. I was also fortunate enough that I teach and I had, I didn't work in the summer. Um, before I had kids, I worked in the summer, but once I had kids, I uh, had less money in the summer because I wasn't getting paid, but you can't get that time back. Mm. So if you can, nowadays with family leave or whatever, take that time and be with them. Yeah. Uh, because you can't get it back. And just being involved, I think being involved in their lives, in their activities, just supporting them, whether it's a concert. Blindly, blindly <laughs> supporting? Not blindly. <laughs> um being supportive as yeah. far as going to their concerts, going to their Girl Scout or Boy Scout activities or cheerleading competitions, baseball games. Yeah. Um, Showing up. Just them knowing you're there, even if you don't interact during the event. Yeah. Just them knowing you're there, I think, is important. Figuratively and literally showing up. Right. There was a field trip when David was in seventh grade and I had been at the school for something, field days or something. And one of the teachers was talking about the field trip. And I said, oh yeah, David asked me if I would go on that field trip as one of the Chaperon. parent chaperones. Yeah. And the teacher, he said to me, if he said that, then you absolutely should go because most of the kids at this age do not want their parents there. Yeah. So if he wants you there, you should be there. What good advice. <laughs> it was good advice. <laughs> and I did go, and it was great. Where did you go? Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Why wouldn't you want to go anyways? Right? <laughs> <laughs> He'll get over it. <laughs> no, that's good. Any other, for maybe uh, new mm. empty nesters or, um, I don't know. Just the transition, college, all those things. Yeah. Um, enjoy it. I mean, yes, it's different. But it's the next phase and, you know, you might be sad that they're gone, but then they come back and they're, they're different people and it's, it's fun. Yay. It's fun. Good relationships. All right. Um, well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you for listening to the Thrive Five where you are always the queen bee. Bye. Bye. Bye.